All right, welcome to Golf Brand, episode two. This is going to be about the journey to college golf, the journey to higher level golf. I'm Nick Zoller. I'm Blake Ringfish. Let's get into it. First step, I think, is playing some high school, high school sure. golf, junior golf, even before that. But I mean, you have to be able to. <laughs> that's like financial commitment. So it is, but I mean. I feel like there's kids that play travel baseball. Yeah, yeah. All for these sure. things. It's just something. Uh, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's just a youth sport that. Yeah. You gotta take the financial hardship on, and if you want to play, you play. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely playing high school golf is very important into moving into the next level. You gotta walk before you can run. I know there's like AGA tournaments. If you're really serious, AJGA. Like that's probably the most college. Oh yeah, there's gonna be recruits everywhere at those things. Yeah. I mean, for th- that's, I mean, that's a financial commitment, though. That really is, because you'll be traveling a lot. Yeah. I mean, find your local junior tour. Like, for me, around here, it was always, like, we had the North Coast, I think. Yeah. North Coast Junior Tour? You probably had that. Yeah, right? I had North Coast Junior Tour. I only played one tournament on North Coast, and then I played, like, two full years on Callaway Junior Tour. And after that, I mean, it was, it was kind of... That's that's all you can do, really. I mean, once you set yourself up, it's, it's out of your hands once you start playing them. Yeah, so I'm going to get a little bit into my journey to college golf and to where I am today. So it all started eighth grade year, the summer going into freshman year of high school. I wasn't sure. My favorite sport was baseball at the time. I wasn't sure if I was going to make the baseball team, so... I was just, I would I just grinded golf like me and my dad decided I was gonna grind golf I grinded all summer I uh, played a tryouts made the team shot pretty well we had 40 kids try out for like 18 spots my freshman year actually it was six and six so 12 spots my freshman year plus two extras and I made it and it was pretty cool and I was like really happy with myself and that's kind of what started it for me personally what kind of started it for you I mean, as a kid growing up, I played three sports. I played basketball, baseball, and football. So, I mean, my seventh grade year, I – Mom, I'm sorry for this. I quit playing baseball because that was, like, her thing. But uh, she's happy with where it's at now. But, um, yeah, so, uh, like, I quit playing baseball. I was done with football at that point. So, I had already pretty much given up those two so I was only playing basketball and then my uncle got me started into playing golf and uh my eighth grade year actually I played on the varsity high school team uh just couldn't count my scores because I wasn't in high school yet so then from my freshman year on I was I was the one man and I mean that was I just kind of that's how I got into it I mean I worked every day like on it so that, that you have to do that. I mean, in order to sustain success. Yeah, I I do agree. That is definitely in high school. You you do practice every day, and I know for me, I literally can remember it by heart. Tryouts are August first. Yep. You make the team August first. Well, yeah, August first. You you try out one day. Ours was two days. It was two eighteens morning, two morning practices at seven, and then the afternoon after the second round, they let you know who's on the team. Um, obviously, I made it. And every day after that, it's it's a morning grind. And I 
I kind of fell in love with the grind. And that is a fall sport. So going freshman year, I just played through the fall. I didn't do anything great. I was on the JV team. Um, I know the kids on varsity then were shooting like high 70s, low 80s. And I was, I was like high 90s. I was nowhere near that. So that kind of like implemented a little seed in my brain. I was like, I want to be this good. I want to do this. So I grinded. And then fall was over. And again, as I said, baseball is my favorite sport. So I try out in the spring. I make the team for baseball. And my heart was set on baseball. And I played all spring, all summer. I practiced golf very little until like the month before tryouts the next year. Practiced again, made it again, made JV this time. And then sophomore year is when it really like, it clicked for me and I got a lot better throughout that season. And I was playing like one man on JV, which is really cool. I remember like going, not losing a match all year. Our team was really, really good. And then I was shooting like, we only played nine holes on JV. So I was I was shooting like high 30s. And I, yeah, nine hole matches. Yeah, and then, cause it was, it was different for our JV team played nine hole matches. And then is when you went to varsity, you played only tournaments and no matches. So that's, that's what I did, I grinded. So then junior year, prior to junior year, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I stopped playing baseball and I focused only on golf. I went to golf tech for all through winter, all through spring, spring and winter. And then I came back and I fired off a 75 and then I wanna say like a 78 in tryouts, made varsity. And then from junior year on, I was just grinding. And that's, I, I just focused on golf. I played all summer tournaments, the North Coast Tour, North Coast Junior Tour, did not play really that good. And that's when I started emailing coaches with my junior year. I mean, I started emailing coaches late, very late, because I didn't, I, I just didn't really have, after my junior year, I was, so I'll go. I'll just go back into it. My my freshman year, I was a one man, but our team was horrible, like terrible. Like we, I think we were barely five hundred, like barely fifty percent wins. And then my sophomore year, we got a little bit better, but I was still, I mean, we were still just okay. And then the junior year was my big like my coming out party. Like I had. I had it all there. That was my junior year is the best golf I ever played in my life. Where is it? Anywhere around, like I was close to par, no matter where you took me. It was crazy to even. It's crazy to think about now because it's just like it was so effortless. I didn't even think about it; just go out and hit it. But uh, so my junior year was when I started to email coaches, but I was such from such a small school that like. They see that email and they're like, what the hell? So I have my junior year and then my senior year. My junior year, we didn't lose a match the whole year. My senior year, we were... We, we might not have lost a match that year either, I don't think. But we had... We were pretty stacked my senior year. I mean, that's so how many guys and girls did you guys have coming from a small school on your team? That was eight kids tried out. And then Emily, who is Blake's girlfriend, is an amazing golfer, hits the ball like... 260 off the tee is a great player. She, and she was on the men's team during matches yeah, and stuff? For matches yeah, stuff. for matches, yes. And for tournaments, but she didn't do, like, for sectionals, she wanted to play in the women's because... Yeah. Right. Yeah, so 
that's that's kind of what it's like coming from a small school, and I'm sure it's a lot harder to get recruited. So if you are in a, a, t- a town or an area with that has a small school, or you're going to a small school, playing a lot of summer tournaments, really email coaches. You get one offer, you got. If you get one offer, you got to take it. Yeah, and I mean, it does not hurt to email coaches. I was emailing like D1 coaches yeah. with really average scores, with like mid 70s scores. Even some low 80s numbers. They will, they will reply back to you most of the time. They did, yeah, and they would tell me what I need to work on and what, how, what, where my scores need to be and to keep in touch and all this stuff. And where I was after my senior year, and golf is not huge. It's not a huge thing, really. So I, I went to, like, a football school. So no matter what your successes are in golf, don't get discouraged because you're not going to be glorified you're or anything. You're not going to Yeah, and that's just something you have to know, and that's okay. You just, you just live with that. So I know that me and my buddy um, were at sectionals, which is like our first tournament to qualify for states, and we, I shoot 78, my buddy shoots 76. Um, that was a big tournament for me. So then we go to the next course, which is our district course, and we're in like one of the toughest districts in the nation. We play like St. Ignatius, Walsh. All these kids are going D1. These kids are shooting under par. And again, I, I think I shot, I shot a 79, my buddy shot uh, 76 again, and he was, he was like six strokes off of qualifying for states. That's just how good my district was. But I just, I just want to let you know that if you're a high school golfer who wants to play college, grind your heart out. If you can break 80, you can make it. Yeah, if you, break, if you can break 80, you can play college golf. That is something that is really not understood. Like, from when I was a junior in col- or junior high school, I was the whole time, I was like, I have to break, like, 70. I have to shoot low 70s every time or no college is going to want me. And that's not the case. They really do see potential. Yeah, for sure. Because I was playing on this the, the summer of the North Coast Junior Tour, and I emailed like three D3 coaches. Like three D3 coaches. They all got back to me, wanted to know my schedule. I had a coach from, shout out the coach from Mount St. Joseph. Uh, he came from Cincinnati. He drove three and a half hours to come watch me. And I made a nine on the first hole. Followed it up, birdie, birdie, shot 40 on the front, and then like a 42 on the back, 82, and he loved it. He brought me down. That was that was my that was my second choice, and like that was such a great opportunity. And I just want to let you know that if you are in high school, you want to play college golf, email every coach you can. You are going to get turned down by a ton of them, but you only need one. You, only need, one. you need a single offer. You know, the, the way I got into this school was my buddy, who also is on the high school team, got offered here told him about me they brought me down here i played for the coach um at our home course i played really well he offered me so then two of my two of them two people from my high school were on this team and then i talked to i talked to him about my other buddies on the team so we had we at one point had three people from my high school on this golf team the college golf team which is kind of nuts that's my journey i uh grinded summer tour high school yeah, the conventional route, and that's that's how I got here. So I did not take the conventional route. After my senior year of high school, I had one offer. Shout out Mikey McGee from Glenville State. Mike McGarry, who oddly enough was the coach at Glenville, and that's so far away from where I live, but he was actually the coach of the high, my rival high school five minutes down the road who coached me through high school. Somehow it all has come full circle. I don't know how. So we, I mean, he – actually met me halfway between Glenville and my house, which is still like an hour and a half drive, to see me hit balls on the range for 45 minutes. So I drove an hour and a half to hit range balls for 45 minutes, and 
three days later, I got a text that I had an offer from Glenville. So <laughs> I took the offer, went down, got there, and absolutely hated it. Turned around and went home. Didn't even play. Didn't, didn't even go to school for a day. What'd you hate about it? So, like, if Glenville State was not in the middle of nowhere, it would be the best Division II university in the nation. I'm not even, like, not even close. The facilities are amazing. There's a golf course on campus. Like, it's crazy. But there's also a billionaire that funds this whole school. Yeah, 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 yeah. He lives right outside of campus, right? He lives, yeah, right right outside of campus in Glenville. So he just pumps money into this yeah. campus? Yeah. The, there's a, it's, it's Waco Oil. I'm pretty sure they're... Their basketball team, women's basketball team, won the national championship last year, right? Yeah, they're amazing. So I get recruited to go down there. I don't go. So I take that semester of school off. I never even went to school that semester. So the next semester I went to Kaiser, the College of Golf, for my PGM degree, my golf management degree, and finished that degree. But halfway through that degree, I went to work at a country club near me. And became the assistant pro there right off right off the bat. Never even like didn't do any shop hours or anything, but I became the assistant there and um like a year after that I graduated with my PGM, so at that point I'm like, Well, I'm done playing, so like there's really no point to keep pushing this vendetta of playing. So I took two years off. I didn't play a competitive golf tournament for two straight years. Um then I got I got the call from from the Woo to come down, so it's only 15 minutes from my house. So, I mean, Emily being here makes it a lot easier. It was a lot easier for me because like she told everybody that I could play. So, shout out to her. But I mean, that was that's how I got in. I mean, she told she told the women's coach and the women's coach told the men's coach and I got a call that you guys. We're looking for a couple more players, so. Yeah, and if you, and I cannot stress enough, if you want to play college golf, put your whole heart into it. Talk to coaches, be personable. Send them your scores no matter what they are. And there's really an opportunity for every single person. Every single person. If a coach sees, like, the reason Mike McGarry recruited me is because he knows that no matter what happens, I was going to work it out. Like, if, if... if I had something going wrong, he knows that like coaches will see your work ethic from one day at the range. They don't even they, they don't even need to see you play. If you have one day at the range where you're like actually there and working on things and like that's what coaches look for. They look for potential. They don't look for what you yeah. already are. Well, you got to like they want to see if you can ground it out or not. Yeah, not. yeah, like can you hit two greens in regulation and shoot 79? Or not. There's a lot of kids that can't do that. Yeah. But if they hit 16 greens right, they might shoot 75. Exactly. It's 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 a different world. Like, and that's that's another thing that that I want to get into as well. Kind of after we finish our stories, is about what kind of an animal college golf is. Oh, it's 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 a beast. But we'll get we'll get to that in a little bit. So let's just finish up the stories about kind of how we got here. I mean, that's my story. How I got here. That's I like I said, I did not think I was playing college golf two years ago. Yeah. I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was done. So. Which was fine with I was okay with that. Like, I was okay with not playing anymore. So, it's hard to say that. Like, it's it's hard to look back and be like, wow, you didn't really care that much. 
but I did like obviously I did care because I was still working at it every day it was just like I don't know it's like a you're like waiting for the call but you don't know if the call's ever going to come so but it came but it so, did. yeah but it did now yeah. we're here so it, it is crazy how it works and how like stuff happens because I remember sitting down like after junior year with my parents and I was like I want to play college sport and at that time I was like average I was a little bit better at baseball but I wasn't as big as everybody else in, like in baseball because I wasn't like I'm six foot but I'm not yeah. 200 pounds so like I'm just whatever and I remember all my coaches in the summer baseball like emailing JUCOs for me and like I, I remember getting some response from some JUCOs and some D3s and I was like I really think if I if I just focus on golf, I have a chance to take it somewhere where baseball wouldn't take me. Yeah. So I, I, w- I literally went. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get lessons. I went to golf tech for, I went, like six months. I was at golf tech, twice a week, and my aunt paid for that. She said she wanted to support my journey, th- to get to get to college golf, and that that was like the biggest thing that anyone's ever done for me, um, outside my parents obviously, and they. She and my coach just guided me through like the mental and everything, and really built me up as a college golfer. And it, I got the offers. They actually started coming. Like they came in D threes, D twos, NAIs, and I was like, okay, like any. I really believed at that point that anybody could do this. Like if you want it bad enough, it'll happen. Go out there, get it, get your ass to work. Like that's what you got to do. And don't be afraid to fail. I can't even tell you how many. I probably I can pull it up right now. Like I emailed D ones like so many times. I get like, hey man, we're not what you're looking like. We're, I'm not what you're looking for. It's just not. I'm not shooting low enough scores. And I also learned that if you're in eighth grade right now or you're a freshman in high school, start emailing and start shooting some low numbers if you want to go D one. Oh yeah, it's. They recruit you as a sophomore in high school. Oh yeah, it's. They recruit you as a sophomore in high school. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a less than a full one percent of high school golfers. Division two golfers are a one point. Like people don't understand how hard it is. Like we're part of one point six percent of high school golfers that made it out. And all it takes is effort. Yeah. If you got the drive, you got the effort. If how bad do you want it? At the end of the day, is all it is. That's that's the yeah. It's golf is a very. There's no. It's not like basketball where there's a set one way to do things. Like, it's all about getting the ball in the hole. It doesn't matter how you get the ball in the hole. Like, with basketball, like you have to score points, you have to get assists, you have to get rebounds. Like, with golf, you're just getting the ball in the hole, man. Like, you're getting the ball in the hole, and you're, it's about your connections you can make, and you gotta go out and freaking do it. If you can get the ball in the hole, I don't care how you hit it. And then let's just say, you, you obviously listen to the podcast and help you succeed. You're out playing college golf now. It's a whole different animal, my boy. It's not high school anymore. It's not high school golf. Your tees are probably moved back another thousand, thousand yards. We're, we're out there on greens that roll unruly amounts. If you're shooting 72 in high school, you're shooting 82 in, in college. And then you dial it back down. But I see, this is another crazy thing about my, my journey is I played – well, I first got to school, it was COVID, couldn't play in the fall because of COVID, played in the spring, and I was averaging, like, low 80s, and I was frustrated. Like I, I was I was so good in high school, and I got to here, and I was just getting 
beat by the courses and beat by other players and it sucked really bad definitely worn my mental so in the sophomore year i came here again and in the fall like same thing was happening i could not do it and then in that point i was like okay college golf is not for me i can't do this i left for a semester and i was just working every day at 6 a.m like construction putting in the work and after a certain amount of time it hit me i was like i had the best thing going I was waking up every morning. I was playing golf. I was getting coached. I was playing golf tournaments, even though I was playing bad, because I would play good in qualifiers. I would play good in qualifiers against my own team to go to the tournament, and then I would go to the tournament and just not be able to play. And it, it was so frustrating. So that's that's why I left. It beat me mentally. And then while I was sitting out there at 6 a.m. in the freezing cold, putting in windows, I was like, get back on the grind. You're going back to school. You don't realize, like, how good you are. Like, when you make it out and you make it to Division Two, like, even if you're – so, there, like I said, there's 1.6% of high school golfers that make it out to Division Two, And you might be 1.4% out of the 1.6. Like, you could be in the bottom 0.2%, but you still made it out. <laughs> and I know, it, like, the NIL deals make it crazy and stuff, but you're getting paid to be here. Yeah. Like – they're paying for your school to be here. You were gonna, you were gonna go to college either way, like, so you're being paid to be here. Yeah, and I realized that. So blessed. Played my first college tournament the past two days. Um, shot my lowest round ever in college, seventy one, and now I build on that. I shot seventy eight, seventy one, and and now it's just time to build on it, and keep growing, and it, just being feeling blessed for what you have. And one thing that, like, everybody needs to know is once you're in college golf, you, you, you're going to get mentally stronger. Because if you don't, it's going to beat you. It's going to beat you every single time. Sure. I mean, that's what it does to me. It, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's really hard. hard. It's, it's really hard. hard. It's hard. It's such, it's such a mental sport. And once you realize how blessed you are to have it where you are and you're sitting on the course hitting shots and then you just get into the groove in a comfort zone, it's literally life-changing. If you can find a comfort zone in college golf, that's where you separate yourself. Like, if you go out there, like, let's see. In high school, you, like, I could just play fearlessly. Like, I was going to fire it at the center of the fairway no matter what it looked like. I was going to fire it at the hole no matter if there was water on the left and the pin was three steps on. Like, you're going to fight. Like, you just, as, like, as a kid, you don't think about that. You just hit it at the hole. Like, that's all you do. You don't care where it goes. But, like, once I got to college, it was like, well, you can't really hit it there. You don't want to hit it there. So, and then, I mean, you just start thinking too much. and Like, you just have to go out and hit it. But you, you, you mature like a fine wine when you're, as yeah. you get through college golf. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard. And don't get me wrong. There are some freshmen out there that I play against, and they are amazing golfers. But that's because they played from the time they were eight years old on junior yeah that's you're gonna run into that you're gonna go to the hjga you're gonna go to your local tour and you're gonna get smacked around by kids that are three years younger than you because while you were out there playing baseball they were out there golfing they were out there grinding on the range and that's okay because in the long run if you outwork them you're gonna beat them and you're gonna they'll be burnt they'll get burnt everyone does and if you don't then you're tiger how long can you go without getting burnt that's the that's the test yeah it really is. And I went from freshman year of high school 
to sophomore year of college before getting burnt. Got burnt, and now I'm right back in it. Right back in it every single day, hitting hundreds of shots. Hundreds of, like, going around rounds in the course and just doing different things. And that's that's just kind of what you got to do. Grind it out, just like real golf when you're in the golf, like, in, in, in the mix, grinding on the course. It's just you're constantly grinding on off the course. Academics, school, golf, it's grinded out. Yeah, and if you don't have good grades in high school, don't even try. Like, I mean, you could try, but yeah, that's that's actually you got to keep your grades up. That's actually another element I didn't even think about. I mean, I had a a three five. If you can't hold a three zero, then just you're wasting your time, man. Yeah, that's that's another thing they look at. That's actually probably one of the biggest things when they look at. At, that's the first thing they look at because if you aren't academically eligible to even come to their school, even if you have above a two zero, you're technically eligible, but they aren't taking you. Especially in Division Two. Yeah. Like, like if you're a D one guy, like, and you're oh. really that man, like, they don't care if you have a one zero. You just like, got to be eligible then. Can you hit the ball? Okay, you're good. But yeah. in Division Two, it's a different world. Because Division Two, you got to be a grinder. You got to be a, academically smart, so no yeah. one's worrying you about that. You have to be a student first. Yeah. And thankfully, I was. I got uh, yeah. I mean, I I locked it in junior year, senior year of high school, and I I got through it. So what you got to do. I mean. It really tests how bad you want it, and if you want it, it'll show, and you'll grind through it. But I think we should talk about how good D two golfers really are. Like, let's talk about the top dogs. Like, and just in our conference, not even the nation. We're in West Virginia, the north side of the country. The south side of the country is a different animal. If you are from the north, don't even don't even try to go to south schools. Don't even attempt it because the, the closer you get to Florida, Georgia. Those kids just have all year to practice. At the nicest clubs, doing the nicest things during the whole year. They are going to beat you, and you can't get discouraged. Again, in the long run, you grind it out harder than them. You're gonna, there's guys from West Virginia all around here that have played on the Corn Ferry. They could pop, they go on the tour. There's guys right now that we there's talked guys to. There's college. guys in college that we play against that are going to play professional golf. Yes. No doubt, 100% will play professional I golf. I will tell you that I just I just played in a tournament where I shot 78 and 71. I was in 75th place out of 120. So I was 7 over for 36 holes, and the winner shot, I want to say, what, 13? 13 under, yeah. 13 under in two days. During rain. Like, we had a rain delay. Like we had a rain delay, it was raining. It, it, like the, the golf course was mush. Like it, it was, it was terrible. But that can't discourage you. No, they. When you're playing against, when you're playing with, so I, I played with a kid that shot 68 in I want to say like 69 or 70. So he was like four or five under. And you're watching them play, and you're like, dude, I could do this. Like, all you're doing is just getting up and down, hit not here and there, shot. not making, yeah, hitting putts. And it's so doable. It's all in your head, and I, I just want to let those people out there that are grinding and they're in such a stuck place in their golf swing and their golf course management and all this stuff, it is in your head. Hit your shots, no matter which way they're shape, shot, form, whatever it is, hit the fairway, hit the green, get the ball in the hole, move on to the next hole, and don't think about what just happened at all. And when you get to tournament play or you're playing a round that is – counts for something to you or to anybody else or someone else is keeping your score don't let that affect you just go out there hit your shots breathe and you'll get into a comfort zone that you've never been in before i actually focus more when i'm out there under pressure under the lights 
I start hitting shots that I don't normally hit, like, when I'm just out playing. And it's a beautiful thing for me. Like, I can just lock it in. I can hit the shots. And I actually, like, I'm, like, ultra-focused. I can feel everything in my body that's moving. It, it, I just love it. Like, there's times, like, like, if you're out by yourself practicing and you miss a green from 130 yards, you're like, this sucks. But, like, when you're in the heat of the moment, you're like, well, I got to get this up and down or... It's burning in your soul. Yeah, like, you feel it in your heart. Like, you got to go get this done. Like, I got to go get this done. Like, I don't have a choice. Like, so this is the first This is the first time I've ever been playing with the number ones. So, obviously, just like high school golf, you're number one through five. Um, and you just, you go out and you play one through five. And this is the first time I've ever played with the ones. Yeah, you don't, yeah, you do not have a teammate with you. And you're playing with, I played with three, uh, yeah, three complete strangers. And that's something you got to used to, too, is being a personal person and enjoying the round. Because if you are with people that are, like, not fun and you're not being fun you're not gonna have a good day out there the pressure is gonna not only be from the golf it's gonna be from with your partners it's not you're not gonna be able to get in a rhythm so i played with three great guys i played with two guys that went under par and then kind of a guy that did the same thing with, as me and playing with the guys that are going under par they aren't doing anything different they aren't like not talking to you straight arrow focused not talking to you no they're goofing around they're hitting shots they're talking to you about different things we talk about things that go on we're talking about the live tour we're talking about different things and you're just getting after it and it's such episode three for the live tour, episode three is live tour stay tuned for that i think the closing statement that i'm going to make is that if you want it you want to play college golf you want to further it email every coach you know do not stop grinding in high school every single co- college coach's email is on their website go to athletics go to golf go to coach bio and it will say their email email every single one you know if you want it, make a recruiting profile on ncsa wherever you want to go put your name out there plug your name out there start getting those scores lower get coaches to come see you go see them if you have to get the job done go play college golf it'll change your life ask your high school coach too. like ask your high school coach to get you out there like my high school coach didn't but it wasn't because he didn't want to it was because i didn't ask so i mean you you, you got to push yourself first like you got to you got to do you got to do what you got to do to get it out there. Like, no one else wants it as bad as you do. So don't think at any like you have to go get it for yourself. That's that's. I mean, my closing statement would be. I mean, I, I took two years off and got the call. Don't quit. Don't give up. So never quit. Get the job done. Keep grinding. We're done.